Will you spend another summer working on your yard for your spouse, kids, and guests? Or would you rather spend the summer with your spouse, playing with the kids, and relaxing with guests? Hire Blue Duck Lawn Care to get the super healthy lawn you love and neighbors will envy. Blue Duck does the fertilizing and weed control. You just mow to get a lush, thick lawn. Best in your neighborhood. If it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. Remember, if it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. Good morning. Today is Monday, November 21st. It is six minutes after 10. He's Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. Thank you for listening to 93 WIBC. And to start off this hour, we go to a football game. It was the Colts and the Eagles yesterday. But it wasn't really the game that we want to talk about. It was something that happened in the stands. So a picture surfaced shortly after the game Mm -hmm. that appeared to show John Mellencamp. Mm Mm-hmm not standing for the national anthem. Mm -hmm. And this photo has now been shared thousands of times. I know Fox News has picked up the story. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in the the photo, he's in a, a luxury box of some sort. And everybody around him, except for one kid, which mm-hmm. is very weird, is mm-hmm. like sitting in the back with his feet up. Mm-hmm. But every other person in the stadium, it looks like, the people below him, the people around him, are all standing for the national anthem. Even people behind the glass up in the suite. Right. And it appears that he is eating like popcorn mm-hmm. of some sort. Mm-hmm. And so if we operate that clearly he has not denied this photo is real. It's not like his publicist has come out and said, oh, this photo is not real or, or, or the circumstances of this photo are, you know, being manipulated, whatever. Mm-hmm. So if we operate from the standpoint that the photo is to be taken at face value, mm-hmm. and indeed John Mellencamp did not stand for the national anthem, is this a big deal? I think it could be a big deal for him. <laughs> a lot of people are really upset by this. He's, he's, it's not good. It's not good optics at all. And you mentioned the kid that is sitting behind him. Yes. That's the part that really bums me out the most. Right. Because here's this kid sitting behind him. I don't know if it's a relative, uh, if he even knows the, the kid. He looks like he's probably, I don't know, 10 to 13 years old. Yeah. So very impressionable age, right? And the kid sitting behind John Mellencamp, who is sitting, is just got his feet up. He looks completely disenchanted, uh, just not involved whatsoever. His hand is on his head. He looks like he could not be more bored. Right. So this is the lesson that this child is learning from John Mellencamp, who is sitting during the national anthem a row in front of him. Okay, and initially, see, I did not share the photo because initially I thought, okay, there must be some context to this. There must be... Yeah, his popcorn was well, full. Well... He and, had to eat. And this is why, until recently, and I, I, had, I did put it on the template to talk about, but the fact that national mainstream media outlets are now picking this up and mm-hmm. covering this and mm-hmm. there has not been a clarification of John Mellencamp recently had major ankle surgery and you know could not stand you know, clearly he made it up to the box okay right right and John Mellencamp has a gigantic nationwide tour plan that is going to start early next year so clearly there is not some sort of he is terminally ill and you know is on oxygen or you know whatever and the fact that they have not offered an explanation for this I agree with you. It is not a good look. However, we have John Mellencamp's opinion of this country in many shape, forms, and fashions 
has often been a negative one. So the, I guess the question would be, without a response from him, it was this some sort of statement he was attempting to make? Was this just utter laziness on his part and being disrespectful of people? He's got to respond at some point to this now. Mm-hmm. He's definitely taking a stand or taking a sit, rather. Is it what it is, or is he just so arrogant and self-absorbed that he's saying, ah, I'm too busy doing this. I don't have to stand I don't care it. how arrogant or self-absorbed you are or narcissistic or think the world revolves around you. No matter what you're doing, you're at a big game. You're at Lucas Oil Stadium. The, uh, you know, national anthem comes on. You know what to do. Yeah. I mean, it, that's it, a statement. It is, unless you are a person who has an illness or a disability of some sort to not stand for the national anthem. And look, people thought this, you know, Colin Kaepernick tried to make this like, you know, a, a black black and white thing. Clearly, we're given the same we're giving the same analysis of it than we were with Colin Kaepernick, which is it's not a black or white thing. It is a people died for this country. People died for the liberties and freedoms that every one of us enjoy mm-hmm. is america perfect no has america made mistakes in the past yes but has america in its brief history freed more people than in the history of the rest of the world combined yes and america by and large while it maybe has taken a while for us to get it right we usually do get it right and by get it right it involves people who are willing to stand on the front line and give their lives for a better more just more fair more equal you know, opportunity-driven society. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it just, it is, unless there is some explanation about it, and maybe he will offer it, but if they haven't offered it by now, I mean, clearly they knew within an hour or two this was already all over social media, it's not a good look. And But will there be a punishment? I mean, he's already sold the tickets to his tour. Mm-hmm. He's set whatever he is, 71 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you going to do to him? What what are you going to do to him? What's the punishment? Not go see him. Not download his music. Uh, Well, it was 2016 that Colin Kaepernick took a knee, right? And then in 2018, just days before the Super Bowl, Mellencamp was on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and he did take a knee and raise his fist in the air after singing Easy Target. So we know where John Mellencamp is on this issue. But Biden's the president now. I thought all this stuff was supposed to be solved, right? I thought everything was supposed to be equitable. You got what you wanted, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You got Orange Man Bad out, your guys in. Not only is your guy in, you run all three facets of the federal government. What what else are you looking for that you would be protesting at this point? Because if indeed you are protesting it, you're protesting your own people at this point because they're calling mm-hmm. all the shots. Mm-hmm. I was told that our government, our nation, our whatever, we just heard democracy is back in business in America because the Democrats kept the Senate. What what are you protesting? Mm-hmm. Uh, the feeling it's, if indeed there is no additional context necessary to this photo, it is just laziness and arrogance. Do you think it's laziness or do you think he's just being a jerk? Well, I mean, uh, laziness and arrogance, you put those two together, that is kind of right? a jerk, right? Yeah. I, I just said uh, the whole point that he's sitting there eating popcorn and it looks like in the picture he is raising the popcorn to his mouth, chomping away on a snack while the national anthem is being played and oh. setting a bad example for young people who are around him. I mean, ain't that America? That's his right to sit there during the national anthem 
Yeah, and, and, and I, but I always, then take the heat that's going to come with it because well, you'll look like an ass. Well, and I always love this, and there's always the defenders. And I said, look, if there's some sort of other context, let's hear it. But again, we preface this by saying John Mellencamp just made a a decision that he's going to go on a nationwide mm-hmm. tour. Mm-hmm. He's going to play in states all over this country, including multiple times here in Indiana. So, you know, there's always the people, in the, well, I, I have, and I have no idea if this is true or not. Uh, John Mellencamp, somebody in the YouTube chat, has spina bifida. Okay, well, it certainly didn't stop him from agreeing to cash exorbitant checks mm-hmm. going across the fruited plain because I'm going to guess roaming around on stage for two hours is a little more taxing than standing up for the national anthem. So again, maybe there is some context to this. However, whatever physical ailment, it certainly has not stopped him. And it sucks because he's a phenomenally talented guy. He's a great songwriter. His The, the co- compositions of his music are really, really good. But wow, what a terrible, terrible look. Well, I hope it isn't because of health issues. Um, <laughs> isn't that weird to say? I hope it's not because of health issues because you don't want that on anybody. And, and I am hope he's just being lazy and arrogant. I well again if there are health issues the health issue did not stop him to getting mm-hmm. to Lucas Oil Stadium uh he is not on the lower level he clearly got in either up an elevator of some sort or something he clearly got into that into that booth he clearly got into that seat and he clearly was feeling good enough to announce that he's going on a nationwide tour yeah and uh Dan Dockich actually has put it out there can we get a comment from him so well it'll be interesting yeah hopefully he'll he'll say something uh let us know where he stands on this it is 15 minutes after 10 he's rob kendall my name is casey daniels and thank you for listening it's 93 wibc Two minutes after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And let's take a look at some trending stories this hour. The 22 FIFA World Cup trending. USA plays Wales today at 2 o'clock. Also trending, yeah. Well, I was just saying I'm looking forward to uh, the uh, millions and millions of people who for about six days become soccer experts and super fans. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, take up space in all the... Uh, drinking establishments that are uh, they'll be taking seats that are usually reserved for regulars who spend huge amounts of money in these places Mm -hmm. and they won't be able to get a seat because that's how it always works during the world cup and then it goes away yes yeah also trending is bob Iger. he's back as ceo at walt disney position he held for 15 years before he stepped down in 2020 he's back and it is this is disney waving the white flag on wokeness Mm. right i mean they are saying uh, we, they're not saying it publicly, but they're saying it without saying it publicly. We have made an egregious mistake. I think the stockholders, because I, th- I think what the stock was $95 or something like that. I heard Tony talking about it when he, when he came in or when I was coming in today. What the current price is, I mean, it was like over $160, I believe, at one point. And so Disney has killed investment portfolios. And I think the people have finally said, hey, enough is enough with this. We'd like to make some money We'd here. like our money back. Finally, trendy Taylor Swift. And no, it's not about the Ticketmaster ordeal. She was the queen of the ball last night at the 50th annual American Music Awards. She won Artist of the Year. Taylor Swift, now the most decorated in American Music Award Why? history. Why? You have a daughter. Explain mm-hmm. it. Explain. You have a college daughter. Explain it. <laughs> what? Why she was Artist of the Year? Well, no. What? Why? Why? 
do people love her so much? Every song's the same. Mm-hmm. It's either, Taylor Swift songs are either one or two things. Either the guy from the... Okay, here's how it works. She puts out an album in which the this guy is the dream guy who's going to make all her dreams come true. Mm-hmm. And then the next album... He that, broke her heart. That guy is an awful guy. And there's another guy who's the dream guy. And then in the next album, that guy will be an awful guy. Like mm-hmm. all, the, all mm-hmm. the albums, all the songs, they're all the same. Help. Why? <laughs> Are there that many 20-something scorned women mm-hmm. who this is the only possible way they get some point of even that this scorned person who can't hold a relationship made fame and fortune? Help. I think you need to go a little younger than a 20-year-old. At this point, no. I thought it was. I thought it was like young. I, I have been subjected to multiple of these concerts. Yeah, and you've seen Taylor Swift in concert. If oh uh, yes, on on uh, three, I think three occasions I have seen Taylor Swift in concert. And if you said today, Rob, you have you have two choices. You uh, have to swim the Potomac River in January. Uh, in nothing but your underwear, or you have to go to another Taylor Swift concert, I would take my chances on swimming the Potomac in my underwear in January. You'd be taking a leap. Now, you said you saw her three times. Yes. Did you buy the tickets? I, uh, or were you a guest? Were you a plus one? No, I was uh, I was a part of the purchasing, and I will do, look, she put, clearly, there are 10 billion people who want to see this woman. Now, wait a minute here. You're, you're saying, what's the deal with this woman? And I bu- I bu- I you bu- used your own money yes. to see her in concert. Yes. I, look, You're d- part d- of the problem. Yeah, d- dating is a powerful thing, Casey. <laughs> uh, my point on this is, uh, every time I would go to this, these concerts, clearly there are literally, what, hundreds of millions of people who attempted to get this tickets to see this woman in concert. Mm-hmm. Clearly there is outrage uh, again, I wish we were as passionate about our government as we are about a problem. <laughs> Taylor Swift t- tickets. Taylor Swift tickets. We'd have a much different world if people were paying that close of attention. But every time I would go, I would say, what, what sort of mass hypnosis mm-hmm. is taking place here? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. to me, all the songs are largely the same. Yeah. Uh, guilty pleasure music. I don't see a huge evolution in terms of, I mean, I guess it's whatever boyfriend did the misdoings. She's sticking to the formula. Well, yes, it is clearly working. Yeah. I, I guess that's why, remember Coke years ago tried new Coke and then they went right back to the old Coke. Right. People wanted the Coke. <laughs> Stick with it. Stick with what works. So she is, is. is your daughter a fan? No, oh, not no. like that. And like, no, we were not waiting in the in a queue waiting room very grounded. to buy tickets. Yeah. Yeah. No, I she, she we we didn't we didn't need to do that. Speaking of not being a fan, Chris Christie. <laughs> Where are you going with that? <laughs> Chris, 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 okay. Chris, Chris Christie. Uh, so his whole deal is he clearly believes there is a lane in the Republican presidential primary to be the who can hate Trump the most mm-hmm. Republican, mm-hmm. and he has decided he is going to try to fill this. He spoke at the Republican Jewish Coalition mm-hmm. uh, over the weekend, and uh, well, there you go. We keep losing and losing and losing. And the fact of the matter is the reason we're losing is because Donald Trump has put himself before everybody else. And I understand and believe in so many of the policies that were able to be accomplished during those four years. I mourn what more could have been done 
And let's remember this. Everything that has happened in the last two years is because we lost that election. Everything that has happened in this country. Okay, so Christie and Trump faced off in the 2016 primary. Christie dropped out. He then turned around and endorsed Trump. And now this past Saturday, he said he was the first Republican candidate to drop out of the race and endorse Trump. But now we should all turn our backs on Trump. (laughs) Yes. So in September of this year, Chris Christie was mocking Trump, called him a disaster. And then just a little over a month ago, on October 8th, Chris Christie floated a run for the presidency. So here he is testing the waters again. Or he's getting more serious about his mudslinging, so he's trying to unite the party against Trump. Is that the new rally cry for the GOP? I think someone like Chris Christie is, and the majority of people who run for president are in it for this. The majority of people who run for president realize they have absolutely no chance to be the president of the United States. But they're looking for free television time Mm -hmm. and a potential spot in an administration. Clearly, Chris Christie is kissing it goodbye of any role in an administration, I think he's far too abrasive or whatever to have a role anyway. But he sees it as, look, I am basically unelectable. I live in a super blue state. I'm not, it's like he's going to run for Senate in New Jersey and win. Um, And so that time has passed. So he is trying to ride whatever cash cow exists out there. And clearly, whether it's MSNBC or CNN or whoever, there is a lane for some gruff, tough-talking Republican who hates Donald Trump. And Mm -hmm. that that will be the lane he will try to fill because he will get hundreds and hundreds of hours on national television that he'll pay no money for and may end up with a good job out of it. ChrisChristie.com is still his 2016 presidential campaign website. That has not been updated. Nothing like staying current. Yeah, right? Oh, uh, we got some good phone calls. Oh, good. So, voicemails, 317-684-8444. That is coming up next. If you'd like to contribute that number, 317-684-8444. And we're going to hear from you next on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta. Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. So sorry, you have just reached my answering machine. 317-684-8444. That's our phone number. Questions, comments, smart remarks. It is time to hear from you with your voicemails. Uh, the topic that everybody wants to continue to talk about is, and this is why when the people that you've been, you were obviously gone last week, Casey, mm-hmm. we got a lot of the, uh, I'm never listening to you again. Oh, no. It's it. It's because I wasn't here. It's over. Oh, no. What'd you do? You have spoken ill of Trump. Oh. 
Okay. And my response to every single one of those people is, no, you're not leaving. <laughs> because when you leave, you just leave. You don't make a federal case out of it. It's like and the people, I'm leaving Facebook. It's this big yeah, announcement sure. as they're typing on Facebook. And also, you're not mm -hmm. leaving because it's an interesting conversation mm -hmm. that people are super passionate about, which apparently you're so passionate about it that you're willing to lie and say you're leaving when you're not actually leaving, which is, well why we get so many phone calls about Trump and DeSantis. It's what everybody's talking about in talk radio, and everyone has an opinion on it because everyone is entitled to have an opinion on it, and this person had an opinion on it. Yeah, I just want to make a comment about uh, DeSantis and all that. I know you guys want him so bad, but he's not going to run in 2024, I guarantee it. He's not going to step on Trump's toes. You know, they're friends. He's been, you know... Goes to Trump's home and all that, and he knows that Trump helped him get elected the first time. And then, you know, just the other night at one of his rallies, he also said, you know, to make sure you vote for DeSantis and all that. So, and and besides that, uh, DeSantis, he's still going to be relevant. You know, he's going to be uh, in the news for speaking out, you know, uh, all the way through his whole term. And then Florida is one of the states that uh, everybody needs to win, to get elected, you know, and uh, he's still going to be in the news, and he's still going to be popular, and he's going to have all those people love him in Florida and many other states, and he's not going to be going away just because, you know, he's not in the news like he is right now. And remember, Reagan lost elections, and so did Lincoln, and they're considered two of the best presidents in history. You know? Okay, so there's some major flaws with this phone call, but I'd like to point out we allowed that guy on the air, his opinion is different than ours, and we didn't lose our minds over it because everybody's entitled to an opinion on this topic, and when we think people are wrong, we're going to say they're wrong, and when we think people are right, we're going to say they're right, and because we're all grown-ass people, we should be able to hear opinions we don't necessarily agree with, but if it's entertaining and interesting, we all can participate in the soup together. Is that a fair assessment? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Reagan never lost a general election run for president. He briefly floated the idea of running in 1976 against Gerald Ford and then 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 ultimately pulled out. But he never lost a general election, number one. He also never lost after being president. Like, people are... This, this is what I don't think people realize. When any president comes to the end of their eight years... And Reagan was the one exception to this. This is why it's so rare that you have 12 years of the same party, right? People are exhausted with that. They're exhausted with you because the president is in their living room every single day. Or now it's you know on your cell phone or whatever else. Trump is attempting to be not just in everybody's living room and on their cell phone, the lead thing in their living room and on their cell phone multiple times every single day. People get exhausted with that. I also don't think Lincoln lost a campaign for president. I think he ran for Senate and lost before. So you can correct me if I'm wrong on that. But there was no television back then. There was barely a newspaper back then. It's an exhaustion factor. Mm -hmm. People are exhausted with Donald Trump. Trump fatigue. So I've heard a lot of people say that they would like for Trump to win, run and win in 24, and then DeSantis 
28 and 32. So then you've got 12 years of Republicans. But there is that chorus of Republican office holders who are calling for the GOP to move on from Trump and it's growing louder uh, just like we heard from Chris Christie but one thing I do want to point out and I don't know if you guys discussed it last week while I was gone but you know um, when Trump made his announcement last week I don't know if you noticed it but one of the things that he shied away from or actually he didn't shy away from that he I think very deliberately stuck to all of the topics and issues that he pointed out were not things that a governor would take care of. It was a lot of foreign policy stuff, and it was a clear separation. Trump saying, this is what I can do. This is the experience that I have versus Ron DeSantis, because they were issues. He deliberately spoke about issues that a governor would not talk about or could not brag about. So look. Again, we just want to play that because we we try to give the voicemails as a reflection of you, the people. And when we get phone calls from people, there are people who still love Trump. We'll play them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. We're all grown-ass people, and we should be able to hear, one side likes this guy, one side likes that guy. That's how we're going to decide who the best person is. Now, you and I didn't have a chance to talk about this because I was gone last week. Yes. And I saw your tweet that you said that Trump seemed low energy. Yes, very low energy. Do you think that that was deliberate? I thought it yes. was very deliberate of him. I think it was, and I think it's going to cost him because he's made fun of people who are continuously deliberate, right? I mean, people, he has made his own bed on the this people there is no you know where trump is and i read it i read an article about this yesterday it was a, it was a, an opinion piece and i think it was in the hill mm-hmm. and they were talking about all the things that trump is up against now that he has not been up against before in terms of running for president and the problem with trump is he he is like the guy who is still on the checkerboard during checkers, but the other guy has seven kings and you have one king. And yes, theoretically, you can still move side to side and you can move forward one and you can move diagonal. But there's just there's too many of the other pieces for this guy to overcome. And the biggest part of it is there is a reason it is uber rare that someone gets, a one party gets 12 consecutive years in office because people get sick of seeing you. They want something different. Even Bill Clinton, who left an extraordinarily popular president, was Al Gore was defeated because people just said, we're sick of this. We move mm-hmm. on. This is what we do as a country. So the idea that when you were nonstop, I mean, he's been nonstop in people's minds, vernaculars, whatever, Mm -hmm. for six years now. Mm -hmm. He's trying to do it for two more. And then the thought of doing it two years, four years on top of that, people just, they don't, they don't want that. With all of these investigations that are continuing and possible indictments and all of that, it almost seems like Trump is being put in an underdog role. And is that a place that he can be successful at? Well, Trump has always done his best work when his back is up against the wall. Mm -hmm. But the problem is so many people know Trump. Now, it's why I said when he lost that election, he should have gone away. He would be in a perfect position right now if he had utterly disappeared for two years 
and then not been involved in the primaries, not been involved in trying to get candidates nominated in all these states, not bragging about his supposed win record. If he had just gone away and then once Republicans had their picks, whoever they were, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Ohio, whoever, Trump comes out and says, whatever I can do to help you guys, fundraising, whatever. And then once the election is over, then he gives this speech. Mm -hmm. And that speech is, look, this country's in dark times right now and people's backs are up against the wall. And I know it didn't go the way we wanted the last time. And we got major questions about that, but it doesn't matter now. What is here now is we've got to save this country. And I love this country more than anything. Let's go. Mm -hmm. People would be eating Mm -hmm. that up. And you know what? I mentioned it at the time and I don't think you and I agreed about it when he was on that golf course. Yeah. And. And I can't even remember what it was. It was some tournament. He was out on the golf course and he was there with a couple other people. And I, I said, that was a good look. I liked seeing that because I wanted to see him as kind of, you know, giving advice. Yeah. This is what I would do. But quietly on the golf course. Yeah. So I can just see it where I don't need to hear it. Yeah, you think about Nixon in 68 after losing the election, which he probably won because of creative jelly bean counting in Cook County in 1960. Yes, he ran for governor of California, but he was not in the mainstream national picture for the next eight years. People saw the direction of the country. They remembered Nixon as a a viable vice president. The country was taking a dramatically dark turn in 1968. And people said, okay, this guy was a pretty qualified vice president. Let's give him another shot. But Nixon went away. People have to be able to miss you and Trump has not made it possible for anybody to miss him. If anything, they become more exhausted with him. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, real quick, before we take a break, I did, uh, we got into a lengthy conversation last week about, uh, the marriage, uh, the marriage vote, the legalization of oh, gay okay. marriage, which is already legal in every state in the union. And the point that I tried to make and Ethan and I had a pretty good back and forth on this is you should not applaud government doing something you'd like if it's not something the government is supposed to do, because that is why the government is involved in 18 million things in our lives instead of the 18-ish things that they're supposed to be involved in based on the enumerated powers spelled out in the Constitution. Look, I don't care who you marry. You want a man, marry a man, great. Man, marry a woman, great, don't care. I've got my own opinion on it and that's fine and we're all entitled to that, but under legal protections, whoever you make a contract with is none of the government's business and we should not be applauding the U.S. Senate voting to air quote legalize gay marriage because the government has no role in marriage who you have a contract with who you leave your stuff to who you know who visits you in a hospital it's none of the government's business and you're applauding giving the government more power over things they don't have power over and uh, somebody called about that Rob, love, love, love your rebuttal with this marriage situation. The government involved in it is just phenomenal. Excellent comments. And this is Cindy, and I just have to say that the government should be out of every single social issue, period. They are too involved in social issues, which really the, the person, the human being, whatever they are, choose to be call themselves if it's a it or if it's a he, if it's a she, if it's bi, trans, whatever. You know what? Unless it's hurting children, like in our schools and whatnot, I say keep the government out. Exactly. Marriage should be a contract between your right, you and God, or whoever your religious belief is connected to, and your right. They have no absolute business in our lives. 
for so many reasons that are socially tied. It is a bond between an agreement between you and a person and whatever religious affiliation you have if they choose to honor that again i have my own opinion on it i believe marriage is between a man and a woman but i don't want the government licensing and being in charge of things that they have no right to license and be in charge of that's why they license and are in charge of nine gajillion things that they have no business Mm -hmm. licensing or being in charge of Mm -hmm. and that's what people are missing on this they're cheerleading todd young and susan collins and bernie sanders and chuck schumer you just made the government a lot more powerful Mm -hmm. and that's not a win for any of Mm -hmm. us all right it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc was that the last phone call it is for now because Hammer's next. Okay. 317-684-8444. That's the number if you would like to leave us a note. And like you mentioned, Hammer's coming up next from 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. It is 1049. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and Hammer joining us in the studio. Hi. It is great to see you again. Thank you. It's nice to be back. This show is so much better when you're here. Oh, thank you. And the people that filled in with for you were awful. Uh, <laughs> Brad Kloppenstein, <laughs> Ethan Hatcher, Tony Kennett. Suck, suck, suck. Every That's one of them, Casey. That's not even true. I'm joking. They're I'm friends great. with all three of those people. <laughs> and all three of them are amazing hosts. And that's what we do here at 93. 3WIBC. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody goes on vacation or they have a reason why they can't come to work, mm-hmm. we are so deep in our bench, mm-hmm. so to speak, that the shows still go on. Yeah. Because a lot of times, if you've listened to radio long enough, talk radio, you know how this works. That if a host who has ego issues goes on vacation, he wants to find the biggest <laughs> scrub imaginable to mm-hmm. fill in for him. Right. Because he can't go without people saying, please come back. We right. love you. Oh. Right. I know. That's not what we do around here on our show, on your show. So hats off to the amazing folks that filled in because you're hard to fill in for. You're really good. Mm, Thank you. I think you guys see it the way that I do. When I go on vacation and I'm sitting on a beach in Florida somewhere and we've got a really good fill in host. I'm still getting the ratings credit for it. Yeah. So why would I bring in some scrub? Yeah. I don't need people to say, please come back. We love you. This guy sucks. No, no. Bring the best in. The listeners deserve that. But the show is better with you here. I was uh, texting Rob all week long. I need you to go and kill it today. Have a great show and be awesome. Be fantastic. So, right. And they did. And I did notice uh, during one of your shows, somebody was mentioning on the YouTube uh, chat that I was actually in Michigan 
looking for another job or something? Yes. And I had to set him straight right away. So that is incorrect. You mean to tell me the investigative reporters on the YouTube chat <laughs> may have had something incorrect? And I told you, the only reason I'm ever going back to Michigan again is for some pot or to go to the beach. I, I, I love this on uh, on like social media. That's the big thing now is uh, word on the street is all the WIBC hosts. They're they're in big trouble. Yeah. The pink slips. I've, pink I've, slip. I've heard from my sources that it, the, the demise of WIB. How long have they been? Five, six, five years now when the new kind of format, or not format, but new set of hosts came in. Right. And they've been declaring us dead for five years. Is and it here really we are. still a pink slip, by the way? Or don't you just get the video I think, I think David Wood just tells us, get the hell out of the building. Yeah. <laughs> Your key card doesn't yeah, work right. anymore. That's well, the new pink slip. Mine worked this morning, so all good here. <laughs> Speaking of pink slips, so the Colts give their coach a pink slip and i heard the week after oh my gosh jeff saturday he's what we needed it's the greatest thing since sliced bread you know oh we beat the. i said you beat the raiders and i'm saving all these i'm screenshotting all these tweets about how great jeff saturday is because a month from now you guys are all going to turn on him too because it's not the coach it's the team <laughs> i don't think people are turning on jeff saturday at all not, not yet. You don't turn on an interim coach, Rob. Settle down. I don't think anybody thought, well, now that we've got rid of Frank Reich, we're going to the playoffs yeah, but, now. But you would no, no, there are people based on what they beat. They beat the Raiders. Based on them barely Raiders beating the Raiders. won yesterday. Oh, great. What? That's three wins this year. They're tied with the Bears. Hot <laughs> dang. The, the, these people have these unrealistic expectations when there's nothing about this team that you would... I mean, it is so poorly managed. It is so poorly owned and managed. There's nothing about this team that... You could re, bring Vince Lombardi or Ditka circa 85 back and they wouldn't be able to fix this team. You're right about that. You're paying $20 million bucks to a guard. We don't really know if the quarterback's any good or not because every time he drops back, there's three dudes <laughs> waiting to beat the hell out of him. But I think just because a couple random fans thought, Jeff Saturday is going to lead us to the playoffs... In no way, no possible way is that indicative of a fan base that thought, yeah, we're going to make a run at this thing. You just got swept by the Titans. You had a tie with the worst team in the league in the Texans. So let's pump the brakes a little bit on they're going to turn on Jeff Saturday. You don't turn on an interim coach. I like it when people turn on other people. I grew up <laughs> watching pro wrestling. I need a turn. By the way, speaking of the Bears, did you see the dudes speaking who had the, a, Nobody spoke of the Bears. You did. You mentioned the Bears. Are you talking about the guys who were going on the Bachelor party? all dressed up yes. like Mike Ditka? Yes. Oh, yes. I thought you were going to say something mean about the Bears. I was going to no. say, you just look for every opportunity to say something mean about the Bears. Every single Monday when you come in here, you say something bad about the Bears. Sorry, I was just anticipating you being a terrible person like you usually are. Are you done? Are you going to be okay? Yeah, you're fine. Go I'm ahead. sorry this is happening to you today. <laughs> I'm sorry you just soiled yourself because I said the name of a team that hasn't really been relevant since 1985. I apologize, Rob. Please accept my sincere condolences to you and your fandom, geek. All right. So, anyway... When you go to a bachelor party, sometimes they mm -hmm. do like group outings. Yes. Mm -hmm. Group of dudes went mm -hmm. down to Atlanta, mm -hmm. strip club capital of the United States, by the way. Oh. Bigger than Vegas. Really? Yes. There, wow. there are tons of them in Atlanta. That's where a lot of those NBA dudes got in trouble a number oh, of years ago. Oh, that's right. Um, so they had a bachelor party weekend in Atlanta, and the Bears happened to be in town. And yeah. these are Bear fans. Mm -hmm. So they all got tickets to the game, and there's probably about 15 or 20 of them, and they all dressed up like Mike Ditka. Mm-hmm. 
every single one of them had the same outfit on. Yeah. The sweater vest, the porn stash, <laughs> the hair slick back, the sunglasses. Yeah. I mean, it was a textbook look, and I'm sure that was going really well when they left with an L. Hey, uh, sp- hey look, here's the difference, though. I know we're going to lose every game we play. I have no expectations. <laughs> I'm just, I am just excited about whatever great draft pick we get so we can blow the pick or trade it to some other team who will <laughs> utilize it properly. That must be a Chicago thing, oh, because yeah. as a Cub fan, like I'm looking at this team saying, hey, you've got your own TV network. You're the <laughs> Chicago Cubs, one of the largest teams in the uh, you know Major League Baseball in terms of revenue and yeah. fandom. Well, we, we don't have any money to go get free agents. <laughs> Spend my money! <laughs> uh, by the way, can I just say that the photo you posted of your wife the other day was phenomenal? Yes. It was on her page, so yes. I'm not going to direct people there, but thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to let you know that that was that made my day. What's coming up this afternoon? Uh, Guy Relford's going to come in here, and we're going to talk about the situation with the dude and the car and the murder charge, and there's a lot to unpack. Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Yeah.